0: Hi my name is Rutendo Nyamuda and welcome to another phenomenal exciting episode of In My Twenties! In My Twenties! We are in the midst of the COVID-19 pandemic which is affecting the entire world. And so we do advise that you keep adhering to all of the rules and all of the regulations and the advice provided by the World Health Organization as well as local governments. So switching gears back to the In My Twenties podcast, coming up on today's episode, our guest provides some much needed insight into CBD, which is found in the cannabis plant, and some of its wellness benefits. So welcoming herself onto the In My Twenties podcast and into the in my 20s family, here she is.
1: My name is Amaran Kamabanta. I'm 23 years old, born and bred in Cape Town, uh, currently a marketing intern at Goodleaf, singer on the side, and yeah, 23 years old, just trying to figure out my life. Now
0: on every episode of the In My 20s podcast, my guests always come through with these incredible mind moments, or gem moments, and this is just one of them.
1: I just wish people understood that cannabis has been associated as a drug for so long, Mm. and in my opinion, it's not a drug, it's Mm. a plant, Mm. and it's got incredible benefits. The In My Twenties podcast is split up
0: into three sections. In the first section, we get to hear a little bit more about Amara's life journey. In the second section, we dive into today's topic, which is all about understanding the wellness benefits of CBD. And finally, rounding up all three sections is a conversation on the all-consuming Twenties journey. Let's get straight into it.
1: Amara that is not a typical South African name (laughs) where does your name come from Um, well my mom's South African my dad's Nigerian Mm -hmm. so um, I think Amara Chi is like the full Nigerian name for Amara but my actual name is Amara so yeah it's Nigerian I suppose. Mm-hmm. But my dad gave it to me with the Arabic meaning of a gift from God. That's
0: amazing. Yeah. So
1: did you grow
0: up in, were you born in Nigeria, raised in South Africa or raised in South Africa, born in South Africa yeah. to Nigerian and South African parents?
1: Yeah. So I was born and bred, I don't know bred in Cape Town, but I was born here <laughs> <laughs> and I grew up here. Um, I've never been to Nigeria mm-hmm. uh, because that side of my family is a little bit unknown to me, but um, Um, Yeah, so I'm South African as Mm -hmm. as it can be. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: But that's interesting. Do you ever feel like a yearning or like a craving on that discovery side, like Mm. what it is? Because you are half half Nigerian. Yeah. So do you ever wonder like what it might be like? Or do you listen to any Nigerian music?
1: Mm, I must say I am very proud to be half Nigerian, Mm -hmm. Um, but. I think I'm still battling with how personal are we getting on this podcast? Oh, we go, we go, we go. Again, full force. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still battling with, The absence of my father. So maybe there might be a little bit of resentment. (laughs) And so I have to still figure out whether I will at some point because I know it's really important to like Mm. acknowledge both aspects of yourself. Mm. Um, but as for now, I'm proud to be Nigerian as it stands. I will make sure that in the near future, I do go and visit that side of my family. Mm. But yeah, I'm still just coming to terms with this stuff going on with my father who's mm. not around so
0: okay yeah but I, i'm very
1: proud very okay proud. like when people ask me are you so i usually say i'm nigerian but mm. like then they ask me have you been there and Do you know the language <laughs> and then i don't know and then they're like okay but are you so it's yeah but yeah mm. yeah
0: and if you feel comfortable enough to speak about it you said in the absence of your father yeah um is, is he, he alive?
1: Yes. <laughs> my dad is very much alive, okay. so l- luckily for that. But yeah, I don't know. I feel like lots of people have the same co- sort of story. Um, my parents, I don't know my parents together. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, my mom's single mom my whole life, mm-hmm. which power to Judith. I mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, hey, that's her. Um, so yeah, my dad's just, he's around. Mm-hmm. I think he's in Pretoria or something. I actually don't know, but, um, yeah, he just really hasn't been there much mm-hmm. in my life, which I'm like, oh, you know, it's yeah. life. It I've got a strong mother, mm-hmm. so she's been both the mother and the father. And yeah. I'm really like, I would not have it any other way, to mm-hmm. be honest with you. I'm, I love mm-hmm. it
0: the way it is. Has that been for most of your entire upbringing or mm-hmm. when you were younger, was he around or... Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, so they were – They. I think they got divorced when I was, like, two or one. I mm-hmm. actually don't even know. So, like I said, I don't know both parents in the house. Um, but he would be, like, around as in, like, I would see him every couple months and he would visit. Um, but further than that, like, I haven't lived with him before anything. anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and then those visits sort of dwindled as yeah. I got older, um, which is oh, – you know again Judith Judith took on the role mm-hmm. so it's all good yeah.
0: and so you're very new to your 20s as well
1: 23 mm-hmm. yes. um, tell me a little bit about your how you got to where you are career wise Okay. I studied a BA in strategic brand communication at Vega my undergrad mm-hmm. and then I ended 2017 end of 2017 and then I took a break, mm-hmm. um, like a gap year sort of situation. I did... T- study a little bit, like I did a short course in web design Mm -hmm. for three months. And then I kind of just took that year off, which was one of those years that I just had to take off, I suppose. And then I did my honors Mm -hmm. in strategic brand communication again at Vega. But I essentially finished last year, November. And then it was interesting, I was just like scrolling around on Instagram as one does. And it was like mid last year, like September... Last year. Mm -hmm. And I found Goodleaf, Mm -hmm. um, the brand that I'm working for. And I, I just saw them, like, I just found them on Instagram and I thought they were on like, what, like 300 followers. They were tiny. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I really like this vibe. Like, I'm very attracted to like beautiful, minimal, simple aesthetics Mm because I feel like they speak Volumes, um, yeah. and then I contacted them, and I was like, "Look, I really like your brand. Are you looking to expand your team?" And that's how I'm here, interning for them.
0: Wow! So, what what specifically about the brand were you like? This is really cool. So, because they're not a conventional brand, as well. Yeah, they are C-B- CBD water. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> CBD
1: water. Yeah, and 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 um, CBD oils. Like, mm. it's, it's a whole bunch of CBD products that they mm. do. Um, but I think my initial thing was their aesthetic. Mm -hmm. I am just naturally, I don't, I don't want to say it because I'm a Libra, but like I'm a Libra and Mm Libra is really like aesthetics. Mm -hmm. Um, and so that was like the initial thing. Mm -hmm. And then I saw that they were a cannabis, And I was like, that's new. Aesthetic
0: before cannabis or cannabis before aesthetic? Yeah,
1: many people ask me this question, (laughs) and it's actually the aesthetic because I wouldn't work for any cannabis brand. Like I, I come from a very um, traditional, like you know, like family. Mm. So I would you know. But yeah, so it was initially the aesthetics and then I found out that cannabis and cannabis wellness, Mm. you know, like the whole and for me that resonates a lot with where I am in my Mm. life right now, just like meaningful branding and like, you know, intentional sort Mm. of work. So I don't know how many times you've said the word cannabis
0: on the podcast, mm-hmm. but for me, in the mind of my parents, yeah, internship, twenty-three-year-old cannabis, African background, <laughs> yeah. does not—it's not, it it's does not adding really up. Mixed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. how did you sell this to your mum to be like, this is this is this is what's going down? I'm going to be
1: an intern for a cannabis brand. Mm. I, <laughs> Do you know what's so funny is I actually. I don't know if I – my mum's just for me working hard and, like, an established brand – um, I didn't actually, I haven't actually said to her, like, mom, it's a cannabis brand, but I think she can tell from the branding, like, there's a good leaf, like, <laughs> right in the logo. Um, and, but I think she understands that, like, she raised a good one, I suppose. So I wouldn't do anything that's quite dodgy. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah, I haven't been like, mom, it's a cannabis brand, but I'm sure she's like, gone on their website mm-hmm. and seen for herself that it is. Mm-hmm. But I did explain, that CBD is an element of the cannabis plant. Mm. It's not, there's nothing that makes you high from Mm. any of our products Mm. at least for now. Okay. Um, I don't know if they're willing to, they're going to expand. I think they might when it is legalized, but you know, when, not if, yeah, when, there we go, (laughs) when it's legalized. Um, but I, to be honest, it's also a thing of like, it's not, you don't have to be ashamed. Like cannabis is an amazing plant um and it's got a lot of wellness benefits what is the difference between because i i won't
0: lie Mm. i hear cannabis I hear weed. Yeah, of course. I hear getting high. Yeah. I'm um, like, it's a good time. Mm, mm. I hear you putting CBD mm-hmm. into water. Yeah. Now I can get high. Yeah.
1: In the office. <laughs> <you know? laughs> yeah. So just explain the difference between between the two. You said it's okay. a part
0: of the plant, but it's not the entire.
1: Yeah. So we have the cannabis plant, mm-hmm. okay, and that's got a like I think over 140 or the. The number's debatable, but there's a ton of different elements or molecules within the cannabis plant. Two of the most common are CBD, mm-hmm. which is what we work with, mm-hmm. and THC. THC is a part of the plant that gets you high, mm-hmm. right? So CBD is essentially the part of the plant that's associated with all these amazing wellness benefits mm-hmm. that are associated with the plant if that makes sense. Mm. Um so anything from like sleep deprivation to anxiety, anything with inflammation, um yeah it's just got a whole bunch of uses but we aren't allowed to make any hard claims. We can't say now that CBD is going to cure your anxiety. Mm. But yeah, it's it's nothing that will get you high, and it's all wellness related. Mm. Um,
0: so yeah. even if I have a lot of it, it's still not going to get me high. No. Even if I'm like I'm on a water diet, no. CBD water, yeah, not going to touch me.
1: No. Okay. Um, <laughs> so so Good Leaf is they an element of the brand or mm. part of the brand is the Good Leaf water, but mm-hmm. we have like a whole store full of like CBD oil, a whole topical skin range. Mm. Um, yeah, just a whole bunch of vapes, like a whole mm-hmm. bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, nothing that's going to get you high. Mm. Um, there's nothing wrong with that, yeah. but, but it is. Just wellness, yeah, sort of related. Yeah. yeah. What are some of the biggest misconceptions about CBD mm-hmm. water, CBD oil, mm-hmm. CBD anything? Yeah, I think the biggest misconception is that it's going to get you high. Like, it's not. Mm. Um, as I said, like THC is. <laughs> <laughs> damn it, damn it, soon, <laughs> soon, but not quite yet. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that's the first thing that people need to understand. Is nothing. Mm. It's not legal for us to be for. Anybody to be selling anything that's going to get you high right now. Mm. Um, so that's the first thing. Um, the second is cannabis, and oh, I just wish people understood that cannabis has been associated as a drug for so long. Mm. And in my opinion, it's not a drug, it's mm. a plant, mm. and it's got incredible benefits. Um, it can be used. To not replace, I can't say that yet, but there's a lot of people are taking that. a whole bunch of, a whole bunch of like pharmaceuticals, mm. like, you know, like anything from like painkillers, anxiety, uh, medication, all that, all of that. Mm. Um, and you can use CBD to help alleviate some of those things that you're taking pharmaceuticals for. Mm. You know, it's just healthier long term wise for your body. Mm. Um, does it need to be prescribed or recommended? Um, no, I I don't think we at that, that Mm. point yet. We Mm. CBD in this country, I think, or at least with my, the brand that I'm working for, it's very much associated with wellness. Mm. Um, it's not yet prescribed. Mm -hmm. Um, as far as I know, I Mm. could actually be wrong. Um, but there's, I don't know if there's any doctors right now saying Mm -hmm. like, take CBD in this much. Mm. There is a legal limit per day, which is 20 milligrams. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, that's, that's about as much recommendation there is right now. Um, but we're getting there.
0: Yeah. Before you started with the company, Mm. were you taking CBD CBD. water or CBD oils? Mm. Were you involved in CBD in any way?
1: Yeah. So I actually finding good leaf on Instagram was what prompted me to learn a little bit more of about CBD. Mm. And then when I, found out the benefits of it, um, particularly for anxiety and struggling to sleep. Um, I went to Goodleaf and I bought drops there, CBD drops. Mm. That really helped me. Um, and I've been using it ever since. And obviously that was about September of last year that I started using. And then I only started working for Goodleaf this year. Mm. so it was in my like once i found out about good it prompted me yeah. to find out about like to use cbd before that i wasn't mm. um but i still use it and i'm a huge advocate for it i know like i've converted all my friends but particularly my boyfriend he is um about to finish his honors in clinical psych mm-hmm. and so like that requires like a lot of reading and studying which he takes Ritalin to help with his ADD Mm -hmm. and Ritalin obviously gives you like major anxiety um, but it helps you concentrate so he actually when he takes Ritalin then he takes the drops or the vape depending on what he what he has available to help with his anxiety and it balances it out Mm -hmm. because nobody wants to feel anxious studying so He's like a huge advocate for it, which Mm -hmm. is really exciting. It just helps, you know, Mm -hmm. like for me, I use it for my sleep
0: yeah,
1: um, and I get a good night's sleep. Is it quite
0: expensive? Because it sounds like it sounds like a product that the average 20 something year old is not going to be like, I can get this every
1: month. Yeah. See, that's an interesting one. Our brand is premium. Like we've we've um, positioned ourselves as a premium CBD brand. So the premiumness for good reason like mm. we have like there's a whole bunch of processes that we have to go through mm-hmm. for it to be premium the distillation processes and where it's sourced from and mm. all that stuff so it is not cheap mm. um for like a little like a 30 mil bottle it can be up to 1600 rand how long would that last it it, it will last you about three months um, it depends. It, everybody's different. But mm. for me, it generally lasts me about three months. Mm. And I take a few drops every night before bed. Mm. Um, but it's an investment, you know. I don't know. Um, I can't speak for all 20-somethings. But I'm lucky enough to be able to afford that. Mm-hmm. And it's helping. Amara, how would you summarize your 20s thus far? All three years of being in your 20s. My 20s have been... The that's where my self discovery sort of started Mm -hmm. like 21 that's when it started Mm -hmm. and yeah I'm just kind of figuring things out and figuring out who I am and what is it that I want to do with my life and you know the people that I want to be around and like how I envision my future to go
0: yeah
1: um so just like a lot of self-work taking place Mm -hmm. a lot of it
0: Mm -hmm. and so I always ask people about their quarter life crisis which usually happens around plus minus 25 ish Mm -hmm. Um, but you're two years away from there. So. I think I <laughs> might have had an existential crisis okay. getting up this year. Oh, uh,
1: tell me about the existen- existential, existential crisis. Existential crisis. <laughs> um, okay, so can I be a bit personal? No, oh, hit us, hit us. Okay. Um, so I lost someone very close to me in December. Um, my brother's girlfriend mm-hmm. and the mother of my nephew. Um. So that was really difficult. Um, and when I found out about her passing, it just triggered some things in me, but in a good way, I suppose. Like, it just made me reevaluate, like, my purpose. Like, life is so short. She was only, like, 30, late 30s. Um, and yeah, it just made me think, like, am I? Am I on the right path? What is it that I want to do? Okay, what are my dreams? How exactly do I plan to get there? You know, like it just... I suppose all the things that we're all thinking at the back of Mm. our minds, but like it came very much to the forefront because it made me realize how short life is. Mm. Um... So, yeah, that was my existential life crisis short mm. uh, existential, mm. It's just like, what is my purpose, yeah, and am I living that out? Am I surrounding myself with the right people, you know all that stuff, which I can say yes, mm-hmm. all those things, yes, um we like you know it's a process, yeah, um, and then I started seeing a life coach, okay, so that's been really amazing, mm. um yeah, she's just helping me figure out what it is I want to do and You know, patterns that I have that maybe I need to change in my relationship and my relationship with myself and with my family and stuff Mm. like that. So. Yeah, I think the beginning of this year was a little bit tough, mm. along with starting an internship and, like, all the stuff happening, but I feel good mm. where I am now. So it's kind of all just happened at the same time mm, yeah. as well. It was really difficult, but I am in a much better place now, yeah. and I'm excited about life.
0: You yeah. know the beginning of the year was literally, like, a couple of weeks ago. And <laughs> Sounds so, like, like six months I'm even, talking. yeah, talking. Yeah. Even for you, again, from, like, you're such a mature 23-year-old person, i not going to lie, because... Mm. That is something that losing someone mm. that is close
1: to you. Yeah. Um, affects you. Yeah. In a very, very big way. Yeah. It was, it's, it's still difficult. Mm.
0: Um,
1: but yeah, like, I don't want to be the person who's like, I see the light in all situations. Cause, you know, it's sometimes it's difficult to, but, mm. I, I don't know I just it made me think and it made me think about what I want to do and whether I'm living my life's purpose and all that and mm. I think that's a pretty positive outlook yeah. like I just you just have to sometimes be positive yeah. it's just so easy to be negative and it just makes life heavy mm. you know um, it's so funny I was listening to this video um, I don't know if this is related to what I'm talking about but I'll say it nonetheless there's this I'm reading this yeah. book called um it's called The School of Life. Mm. I don't know if you've heard of it no. by Alain Boton or something. Okay. He's a philosopher, I think. He's incredible. Mm. And he has a YouTube, um, a YouTube channel called The School of Life. Mm. And one of the videos is who, who am I? Or it's like, who are you or sure. something? And he was saying, I can't remember correctly, but if I paraphrase, it was just kind of, he was kind of saying how people, who put on this earth are their, their souls are like almost like travel through time, if that mm. makes sense. And in a particular lifetime, you carry a set of values mm. that could, your body is just kind of associated with those set of values. But mm-hmm. then like those set of values will be reincarnated as something else. And that made me really think, I was like, Oh my God, like I'm put on this earth. And I have a purpose. Mm. Um, but I don't know. It's like a set of values that are se- associated with you and me and all that. That can be carried out through different lifetimes, essentially. I don't know if that makes sense. Oh, like wow. lifetimes. And it made me think of Namse because that's what her name was. And like, she's still. She's still somewhat around. Let me think a lot in in a positive way. What advice would you have for people in their 20s? You know, I feel like we put so much pressure on ourselves Mm. and it's just unhealthy. Mm. Um, And I think we should just sort of step back and be like, okay, look. You're 20-something, like you're still so young. Mm. What is it like you actually have to introspect and be Mm. honest with yourself? Because that's super important. Just be like, what is really important to me? Mm. What makes me happy? What just makes this life that much more exciting? And write it down and then figure out how it is you're going to achieve that.
0: Thank you so much Amaro for coming onto today's episode of the In My Twenties podcast and sharing some insights onto CBD and the benefits of making use of CBD products. And just so you all know, the In My Twenties podcast will now be recording all of the episodes online. And so there'll also be a variety of video content that we'll also share. We will be doing some Instagram live videos as well. So keep a lookout on all of our social media platforms. For more information. So, we will catch you same time, same place, right here, but a little bit differently on In My Twenties.